Hello, everybody, and welcome to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. My name is Brad Shattuck, and I am your host. This podcast is about my personal experiences, stories, and events with dealing with borderline personality disorder, otherwise known as BPD. My experiences with BPD is due to my wife, now ex-wife, who I have been with for 34 years, was diagnosed with BPD in 2012. And I want to share my experiences with you so that if you are someone who has somebody in your life with BPD, that you may relate to what I'm saying along with my personal tips and suggestions that may or may not work in your specific situation. And if you are someone who has been diagnosed or think you may have BPD, that you may recognize the signs and understand the havoc and turmoil that it can have around people that are involved in your life. Let me caution you that I am in no way qualified or certified in the field of mental health and that my personal suggestions are merely my personal opinion and do not recommend that anybody take any mental health therapy into their own hands, but to personally seek out the help from a professional in the field of mental health. And furthermore, if you are a couple, you might even consider counseling to help further your relationship a little bit better. So with that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. and again thank you for listening to living in the third degree with bpd today's episode is um, based on a listener had sent in an email and she had listened to one of my previous episodes talking about uh, bpd and the four subtypes and um, she's kind of caught on something right at the moment where she felt she might have paranoia as well and she had also heard one of my previous episodes talking about my wife and uh, the paranoia she has along with her BPD. So uh, she had a couple of questions in here and I'm gonna try to do my best to answer them. So with that being said, let's get on with the show. And again, thank you for listening to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. And today is a very special episode because it is the first request I have had of a listener sending in an email, and she had requested that I read the email and has a question in here as well for me. So I just want to thank Julie for breaking the shell of our first episode with having a listener comment and question. So I'm going to dive right in and read her email. Starts off, Hi Brad, my name is Julie, I am 35 years old, and I was diagnosed with BPD when I was 22. So until 13 years ago, I knew there was something quite not right with my head. But until I was diagnosed, I thought at times I was crazy and losing my mind because I knew there were things that I said and did that were just not quite right. I finally decided to seek out a mental health professional after many of my family members started alienating me, avoiding my phone calls, texts, and stopped inviting me to family gatherings. Excuse me. But what really convinced me that it was time to seek out professional advice was the countless relationships that I have been through since I was 19 and them all ending up due to the same symptoms as someone having BPD. Most of my relationships ended up the same way, because I believed that they were all sneaking around behind my back and cheating. But unfortunately, 
the thoughts started getting more descriptive and more intense. For example, I would believe that they would go to a local store, and even knowing there was no unaccounted time, I would conjure up a story, <clears throat> excuse me, not only that they were cheating, but I would also describe in details the woman's clothes, the color of their hair, if they had children or not, and the make and model of their vehicle, and even if they were married or not. Of course, they would deny the allegations and tell me I was crazy. That was only the first ending of my first relationship that involved what I call a full-blown BPD episode. Even though that was the first breakup due to a major paranoia episode, but far from the last. I will cut this email a lot shorter than expected, saying that I had roughly eight other relationships after that that were very similar with the circumstances that dissolved for the same reasons. I have a question for you. You had mentioned in one of your episodes that there was four subtypes that come with BPD, which I never knew at first, and I want to thank you because since then that allowed me to research the four subtypes and I believe I also have paranoia as well. But yes, I understand that I cannot self-diagnose myself, so I'm going to speak to my counselor, my psychiatrist, and discuss this at my next upcoming appointment, which is in about three weeks. You had also mentioned that your wife may or may not have paranoia as well. And after hearing your stories about her paranoia episodes, I was wondering, based on your opinion and your experience in dealing with this, has she been diagnosed with paranoia? And if so, did they add any new medications or change her current regimen? Also, did they suggest any non-medical therapies such as DBT? My counselor and psychiatrist both suggested that I attend DBT classes, but when they said there was an average of 8 to 12 people in the group, I refused to participate because I have social anxiety and there would be a good chance I might have a panic attack and not be able to focus, making the treatment useless part of therapy. Do you have any suggestions that may have worked for you and your wife, even as a couple or individually? Did you have any obstacles? And if so, what was the outcome or the progress? Thank you so much, and God bless you for showing your wife such love, compassion, and support and understanding. Your story suggests that even though she may deny that, she really, that you really do love her, but from my personal experience, I used to hide my feelings just as your wife does. But she really did appreciate, but I feel she really does appreciate it. I received compassion and understanding, but I hid it as well due to the shame and guilt, but most importantly, I thought I didn't deserve it. I will continue to listen to your episodes, for they have made me understand that even though I have a disorder that makes people think I am far from normal, even crazy, and sometimes I believe this is true and thought many times of taking my own life to escape the torture and the pain that I wake with every day, but I would like to offer you some credit because you have actually helped me believe that even though I have what I consider major mental health issues, I am also a human being who does know how to love. I am compassionate and caring and an overall good person, regardless of what people say to me when they are angry at me. And one last thing I want to say. I cry uncontrollably whenever I hear an episode when you talk about how deeply you love your wife and that you will never abandon her. And I cry even more when I hear you get choked up and can barely talk because of you crying while you're talking. 
God bless you and the both of you. I hope you both live happily ever after. Julie. P.S. You have my permission to use my name and the state I reside in. Which it says sincerely, Julie P. North Fork, Virginia. Well, thank you very much, Julie. That really does mean a lot to me. And I appreciate the credit and that you can recognize that. I really do love my wife and I will stick to my promise and never abandon her and always be by her side. Um... As far as my suggestion, DBT is a lifesaver. Um, from what I read, originally DBT was designed uh, for people who have BPD, um, but obviously they have seen that it pretty much can help anybody with a disorder, and uh, people without disorders. You know, it's that mindfulness of anytime we ever get in an argument and how many times we say, damn, if I could go back, I would have said this, or if I could go back, I wouldn't have said this. And that's what DBT helps teach us, is to be able to step back in that moment and, and try to change what we say before we say it. You know, um, I, I believe in DBT a lot. And you know, what's uh, funny is my wife has this same exact reason that she didn't go to um, therapy class that her doctor did suggest her to go, um, which was DBT. Um, she said the same thing. There was an average of, like, between 8 and 12 people, or, or it's probably similar to the same number of people that your doctor said, and she immediately said, no, I can't do groups. Um, not that she has social anxiety so much, she just doesn't do good around groups, especially when uh, talking about uh, personal things. So what I had done was, um, I, you know, I see a counselor myself, and um, I was always suggested uh, DBT, and um, I, I love it. Uh, DBT is unbelievable. As a matter of fact, if any of you have a chance, there's a lot of uh, podcasts that teach you about DBT. Um, I think it's wonderful. Everybody should give it a try. But anyways, um, I had asked my counselor. You know, I said, um, you know, as far as DBT, she can't do groups. Um, I can't do groups because I have social anxiety myself. Um, is there any material or something like that that maybe we could do at home and especially do together? Uh, she had given me some resources and I had found some on my own and there's many, many um, uh, DBT, I don't want to say courses, but um, projects that you can do together, uh, individually or together as a couple. So one time I took the initiative and I think it was about maybe five or six different sites um, even one of them, it was like 125 bucks, and I was willing to pay for it. But there's many, many free ones, and they give worksheets. Um, there's examples, role plan, and I literally printed out so much material. I went through an entire brand new cartridge of ink, um, and I probably had to take a ream of paper. But I was roaring, ready to go. Um, they have like you know, um, you know, day one, day two, or I forget how it was. But, but anyway, so, you know, every night or, you know, whatever nights we pick, we could do uh, an episode, you know, each night and, and do it together as, as a team. And there was a lot of role-playing in there that I thought would have been extremely helpful. But anyways, uh, I got everything ready to go. I, I made binders up. Um, I, I even made it kind of fun on the front of the binder. Um, you know, I took our photographs and, and kind of put some cute things above it and... You know, I really wanted to show her I was taking it very serious and 
you know, it wasn't just for her, it was us as a couple, you know, that would have done DBT, which I think would have greatly not just helped our relationship, I think it would have strengthened it. I really do. Um, but anyways, it just never happened. Um, either during an argument, um, it got put off. Anytime I asked, you know, can we do um, one of the classes or start it, there was always an excuse. And what really killed me was, like I said, I went through a whole brand new cartridge of ink. One day, everything went in the garbage. And I was hurt, and I, I said, you know, you're only hurting yourself by doing this. And I said, didn't you appreciate that I, I wanted to do this together? You know, I want to do it so that way, you know, I can um, love you more and show more understanding and compassion and stop myself before I say hurtful things. And I figured as a couple, you know, we could do it together for the same reasons. And of course, hurtful words came out and it just, it never happened. Long story short, it never happened. And it, it sucks because there really, really is a lot of um, courses that you can do uh, at home, but it just, it didn't happen. And, and it sucks. It really does because it would have benefited both of us, um, like I said, individually, but as a couple. Um, but anyways, I took the initiative on my own, and like I said, um, I still do reading. I have an audio book on DBT, um, tons of podcasts that have to do with DBT and mindfulness. So I would suggest um, anybody to um, start getting into DBT. It's, it's an amazing, amazing program um, that could help anybody. Um, trying to see the other question you had. Uh, well, as far as benefiting, it didn't benefit because it never did happen. Um, but, you know, I, I appreciate your, your email. I really do. I'm hoping anything I did read benefits somebody else. I appreciate your comments and suggestions. Um, the other question you did have, was she diagnosed with the paranoia? No, she was not. Um, she will not bring it up. Um, she swears to me if I ever did bring it up, um, there'd be consequences. In other words, like, I'd never see her again. She seems to believe that if the word paranoia gets brought up, she'd be labeled as crazy and be put away. Um, I always try telling her that a word shouldn't be a label. You know, if I say, hey, you're crazy, it doesn't mean you stick that label on your forehead and you're crazy. Anybody can have paranoia. Um, parents have paranoia at Halloween thinking their kids are going to have poison put into their candy. You know, it's the extent of the paranoia and what you're paranoid of. And, you know, also what you do about it, you know. Um, but anyways, I, I think I pretty much answered what you were asking. Um, and I want to offer anybody, if you have a question you want read on the air, um, you know, please do so. Uh, I really welcome it. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, if you want your name used, uh, please, you know, mention at the bottom that uh, you get permission to use it. Um, I don't use last names at all. Um, you know, if you want to uh, put your, your first name, last initial, and the state you live in, um, you know, that'd be great. But again, I suggest anybody's uh, emails. Uh, like I said, this is my first one, and I hope to have more. But again, thank you again for listening. And remember, I have a philosophy when it comes to
living with somebody who has BPD, to love them is to understand them. So try to understand as much as you can about the disorder. There's a vast amount of information out there on the internet, and they'll appreciate it more than you can imagine. Have a great evening, and thank you again for listening. You've been listening to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. I hope you enjoyed the show, and please check out my many other episodes. I hope you get some beneficial suggestions from my experiences. And remember, we're all responsible for our own choices. I'd like to remind you that if you have someone in your life with BPD, try to understand them and love them as much as you can, because they find it so hard to be able to understand themselves and love themselves. So thank you again, and have a happy life.